Any health-related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program. Some dreams live on in time forever. Welcome to the Inspired and Empowered Living Radio Show on W4HC, W4CS, HealthCafeLive.com. I'm your host, Nancy Deutsch. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and soul adventures coach. My intention for this show is for my guests and I to bring you inspiring and empowering information that will help you live a life you love. We will educate, coach, and motivate you. I combine my counseling, coaching, and intuitive abilities to inspire and empower people to achieve their goals. I'm also available for private or group coaching and consultation sessions through telephone or video chat. Today, I will be talking about the power of emotions. As human beings, we all have emotions. Some we may not want to feel and others we long for. Today, discover how important and powerful emotions are and why the more we feel, the more alive and joyful we become. Learn how emotions are the keys to creating what you want and living an inspired and empowered life. So, excuse me, my motto is, in order to heal, you need to feel. And it is essential that we allow ourselves to feel what is really going on for us. And... The more we allow ourselves to experience what it is that we are truly feeling in the moment, the more we can let go and allow ourselves to move to another level. Excuse me, my allergies have been bad. So I also wanted to answer a question that came in at the very end of last show and the question was they wanted to know about a video chat and a video chat is like Skype it's being able to talk to somebody and I do do sessions via video chat so um, I wanted to let listener hopefully hopefully you're listening today I wanted to let you know and answer your question But back to feelings. What happens is 
we, inside of us, many of us learned when we were growing up, it wasn't okay to feel or it wasn't okay to feel certain feelings. For some of us, we weren't allowed to feel sad. For some of us, we weren't allowed to feel angry. And really, it's learning to be able to feel all of the feelings and know that no matter whether you're male or female, it's okay to feel all your feelings. In our society, back um, in older older days... (laughs) When a lot of us were growing up, the baby boomers were growing up, we weren't allowed. Um, Boys, it wasn't okay to cry. And girls, it wasn't okay to express anger. And and that's generalizing because a lot of times in families, families usually tended to um, not allow certain feelings. And know that all of your feelings... Anger, grief, or sadness, fear, jealousy. These are the feelings that we don't want to feel. And yet, if we don't allow ourselves to feel them, then we won't allow ourselves to have the experience of love, joy, peace, and happiness. And the power of our emotions is we make decisions Based on our emotions, we live our lives based on our on our emotions. And we need to learn to find a balance and and know that bad feelings don't go away. That the energy, what happens is, is when we don't feel a feeling, that energy gets trapped in the cells of our body and it can create, it it can create physical symptoms or dis-ease or it can create emotional symptoms. For example, depression is when we have a lot of anger that's been unexpressed or we have that anger and we turn it inward and it becomes depression. Instead of learning how to, in healthy ways, express that anger. And so it's really, there's so many ways that we need to learn that our emotions, our feelings are so powerful and so important to help us live a joyful, happy, inspired, and empowered life. So I have a few questions that came in. The first question is, how can we live in the moment? So the way that you live in the moment is by becoming present to what is. What it is, what is it that you are feeling? What is it you are noticing in your body? A lot of times what I do, I know for me, and I love to go in and connect with my body, and I focus on my breath, and it it brings me into present time. Just by becoming aware of your breath or your heartbeat, you become aware 
of being present. Or when you're focused and you're present and you're seeing and noticing a flower, it's it's really being in the moment with whatever is, whether you're focusing on your body or you're present, maybe you're present listening to a conversation and you're totally aware and connected and you can really tune in. I know when I'm working with my clients, I'm really present so that I can hear and and really empathize and be with them as they're talking, as they're emoting, as they're feeling, whatever they need. So um, another question is, how can we not feel? So... You may want to not feel, but I'm going to tell you that it's important to feel. And if you have a lot of feelings that would be described as negative or heavy, like fear or grief or sadness or anger, know that in order to really let go, and to change your energy to, to feel better, you, you have to go through the feelings. When you try not to feel and you shut it down, that's when those energies block. They block you. They block you from really feeling more of the joy. Really, they can block you from moving forward. They can block you from having healthy, happy, supportive relationships, from being able to create what you want in your life. Blocked emotions are the, 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 you either a blocked emotion or a belief. And usually they come together. There's a belief and emotion that's usually connected. And when you have a blocked emotion, it will stop you from either moving forward or creating what you want or, or having that peace or joy. And that's why it's important to feel. Now, some of you may need help. I know that I couldn't be where I am if I didn't have supportive people, both friends and support groups and therapists and coaches through the years that helped me feel my feelings, that helped me work through what I needed to in order to feel more joy and more peace. And so I encourage all of you that if you have challenges with certain feelings or if you feel like you need help or support to go through your process, to feel feelings, then reach out for support in some way. So another question is, why would they have told you not to feel? So um, uh, why would our parents or our culture when and, – and also I'm going to do this – the other question that also came in. Did the change of teaching switch over the years? So in years past, 
if you look at our culture, when back in the 60s, 50s, 60s, and before, there was the macho man. And a macho man didn't feel. He was very, very like, wasn't able to allow himself to feel, especially not to cry. But I'm going to tell you, I've been in groups of people who've done emotional release work, and it is powerful. And it is amazing to watch men being able to really allow themselves to feel and to cry. And on the other and the other way for women, it wasn't okay for women to feel angry. If a woman felt anger, she would be talked about. Now, and, and here's the thing. Anger is a really important feeling, but it's also an important feeling to be able to be appropriate with, to learn how to express in healthy, appropriate ways where you're not hurting yourself or somebody else. So is it a generational type thing? Yeah, I do feel that that certain sexes, it's definitely a generational thing. And, and I'm glad to know and see that it is changing. It's definitely changing. And everybody has a right, whether you're male or female, a right to feel everything that you are feeling. So that's really important for all of you to remember. The power of feelings. And... Really, it's, you know, feelings are, it's a funny thing because it's really important for you to allow yourself to feel a feeling, all of them, and yet you don't want to get stuck in this feeling cycle where you are constantly in a loop of feeling maybe only fear or feeling only grief or sadness and not allowing yourself or, or perhaps anger and not allowing yourself to be able to feel the other feelings. And so it's important to become aware if you begin to notice that maybe you're in a, a loop of stuck emotions and it's learning to balance and release. Balancing, releasing, and letting go of your feelings. So the three aspects of mind that really end up affecting our emotions is our conscious mind. And the conscious mind is the part of us that is conscious, aware, alert, logical, and rational. And what happens is, is everything that, that has happened to us is in our subconscious mind. 
And the subconscious mind is the part of us that is constantly working nonstop, never goes to sleep, and our dreams are messages from our subconscious mind. And when we are blocked and not creating what we want, we need to know what is going on in our subconscious mind. And a way to access the subconscious mind is through our bodies because our body is a way to connect with that subconscious mind part of us. And it's a way to understand what's going on. If you're not aware of your feelings, and sometimes all of us may not be aware, like I, like for today, example, I, I had an experience where I was working with somebody and I became aware, I, I didn't know what was going on but there was a lot of emotion stored in my body and I didn't even wasn't aware of it until I started connecting with it. And so it's a powerful way for us to tune into our feelings, to our emotions. So I have a couple other questions coming in. How can we let go of feelings? So if in order to let go of our feelings, we need to be able to feel it and let it go. I'm going to give you an example. If all of you can think of a two-year-old, if you notice a two-year-old, let's say they have a temper tantrum, they'll have a temper tantrum, most two-year-olds will have a temper tantrum, and then, excuse me, and then you will you'll see them like in three minutes, two minutes. They're happy and they're playing. So what, what has happened is they've allowed themselves to feel the feeling, express it, and let it go. And that's what we all need to learn to do. We need to unlearn all that we learned about block, blocking our feelings and we need to be able to let them go in healthy ways. And another question is, what if those things have a conflict with each other? So I'm thinking that I'm not sure what those things are, but if you're talking about maybe two conflicting feelings, then, then it's... If there's two conflicting feelings, what happens is, is the one that is stronger or the one that, um, it, what could happen is, is it actually can create a block, an energetic block. And you may need to be you may need to feel each of the feelings because what what may be happening is each of those feelings are connected to beliefs or aspects or parts of yourself and the way to heal that conflict 
is to have each of those parts to have a conversation, to have their say. And one of the ways you can do that, like I I do it with my clients in the office, Um, I'll bring out pillows and one part will be a pillow and the other part will be another pillow. And you can have each part talk. The other way you could do it is by writing. Let's say you, you want to do writing. And so you write down one part that you're becoming aware of and allow that part to speak, express through the writing and then allow the other part to speak. And what's going to happen is, is hopefully as you allow each of those parts, each of those parts of the conflict to express, express, you will come to understanding or resolution. And so that. That was what would happen if there would be conflict with emotions or parts of yourself. Because, and this is all part of the subconscious mind, the parts of ourself has, each part has, may have a feeling. For example, there, I, I, I do a lot of work with what I call the inner child. And the inner child inside of us is the part of us that feels. So if you have an event that happened when you were younger, that let's say made you really hurt or sad or scared, you would want to get in touch with the child part of you or that feeling of hurt or sad or scared and work with that part. Again, you could use pillows or you could use writing and connect with the child that something happened to when you were three or four or five. And when you learn to embrace that child and connect with that child, it can help you heal and resolve more of that emotion. And especially with fear. Learning to be able to connect with that that scared child, the child inside of you that may not feel safe, or perhaps the child that feels unloved. And and it is it is so amazing, client after client, when I help them connect with the child inside of them and give and help them give love to that part of them, it's a powerful healing that happens. Powerful healing. I have some clients that that they'll go through the process, they'll come in and maybe they'll feel really scared. And by the end of the session, they're like, they're smiling or they feel peace. And that's what happens when you give yourself, allowing yourself to feel your feelings. 
And then another part of ourself that's really important is our superconscious mind. And our superconscious mind is the part of us that I call the higher self, which is the intermediary between our soul and our personality self. And it's a wise self, and it's a self that we can connect with and and learn from and seek its wisdom and guidance. And our soul, also part of the superconscious, our soul is our core energy essence of what we're made of. It's, it's, it's our characteristics, our light, our love, our power, our wisdom. That's all parts of us, who we are. And then we have our source self or the part of us that is connected to the one consciousness, the universal consciousness, also called our I am presence. Or some, some people call it our spirit. So these are all aspects of the superconscious that we need to learn to connect with. And I'm going to um, read something. And this is from The Wisdom of Yogananda, Volume 1, How to Be Happy All the Time, Parama Hansa Yogananda. I never know how to say his first name. I always call him just Yogananda. And Yogananda is a master. He was, um, he's, he was a guru, uh, an Indian teacher, and he brought yoga and a certain whole type of um, yoga philosophy to the United States. So he's very popular. And what he said in this book is, if you have made up your mind to find joy within yourself, sooner or later, you will find it. Seek it daily by continuously deeper meditation within, and you will surely find everlasting happiness. Make a steady effort to go within and you will find your greatest happiness there. And so I talk a lot about the connection and the connection of being able to connect more deeply with the higher parts of us, which is our higher self, our soul, our I am presence or the universal consciousness, or could be beings of light or angels or guides. It's about connecting more deeply, having the conscious intention. And last week I talked about the law of attraction. And it's really about conscious intention that you choose happiness, making it a choice. And even if you have feelings that you need to feel 
and you need to work through, if you have the intention to feel happiness or joy, eventually you'll get there. And hopefully you'll get there for longer periods of time. <clears throat> and, you know, sometimes it's a process. Not sometimes. It's all a process. I'm always talking about process. Because it is a process. If you are feeling, let's say somebody you just lost somebody. To expect yourself to feel happy all the time would not be realistic because you need to grieve. And being able to allow yourself to grieve the loss, especially if it was somebody really close to you or a pet. There's a lot of grief when people lose their pets because that was a source of unconditional love. And so... It's important for, the, for you to feel the feeling, but also it's again coming back to that present moment because emotions and feelings may come in waves. It's not about feeling grief all the time, especially when you have family and friends and good times. It's learning to find those good times. Whatever is going on in your life. And the power of emotions. The emotions are the keys to creating what we want to live an inspired and empowered life. If you really want something, you have to have the emotions behind it in order for you to create it. If you're just thinking it, it will stay in your head. You have to feel it and believe and, and really experience and feel that, that this is yours. That is conscious creation. A question, how can we be present in the moment and know our feelings are being felt? So, you know that you're present in the moment. Okay, one clear way that you know you're present in the moment is you're not hanging in your head. You're not spinning in your head. You're not thinking, thinking, thinking. If you are in thinking mode, you are not present. Thinking mode means that you are either in the past or the future. And you're not present to what is going on for you right here, right now, in the moment. And that's an important distinction. It's really important for you to be able to experience being present, feeling your feelings. And you know you're feeling a feeling because you're, you're, you're experiencing the sensation and the feeling in the body. If you're thinking a feeling, you're not feeling it. For example... If you're thinking sadness, but you are not 
crying or having like that sensation of maybe tears in your eyes or maybe something going on in your throat, then you're not connecting with the feeling. You know you're feeling a feeling when <clears throat> when you can allow yourself to experience the energy in your body. And it's really important for you to release that energy. And that's why I, I loved working with the body and allowing people to experience themselves feeling and expressing and emoting as, as they connect with the sensations in their body. And then being able to to breathe and express and to feel. Another question is, how do we create the manifest for what we want? I think the question is, how do we create and manifest what we want? You create, first you have to create a clear intention, what it is you want. So let's say you're clear on what you want. And then you need to look inside yourself to see if there's any blockages to what you want. Because let's say you want that relationship, and I was talking about that last week. Let's say you want the relationship, but you're not feeling that you deserve it. You can feel like an energy block in your heart. You need to work through the feelings. Could be sadness, grief. Could be not feeling loved. How did, when? What would that make you feel, not feeling loved? So it's about learning to be able to feel those feelings. Now... One of my mentors, John Lee, he talked about four primary feelings, which all other feelings come from. So there's mad, sad, scared, and glad. And I'm going to add a fifth one, which the Cindy Dale talks about. And she talks about disgust, which shame and guilt are included. And so all the feelings that we have stem from that. So going back to feeling unloved, the, what is underneath that feeling of feeling unloved? Do you feel sad that you didn't get the love? Do you feel angry that you felt deprived of the love? Did you, do you feel scared of receiving love? So it's really important for you to begin to connect what would keep you from manifesting what you want by connecting with the feeling. And so one of the ways that I love to 
to help people connect with their feelings is by doing what I call emotional release work. And, and, and to be able to manifest what we want, we need to be able to get in touch with how we may be blocking it. So, so imagine right now, allow yourself, and you could do this exercise as long as you're not driving. Please don't do it if you're driving. Come back to the show on iHeart at a later time. And if you're able to just relax, then just do this little process. Begin to notice your breath. And I have people put their feet on the floor. And then just notice what's going on in your body. If there's a specific thing you're working on creating or clearing energy around, you want to notice the sensations. And the sensations are hot and cold. Is there a heaviness? Is there a lightness? Or is there a tightness? Sometimes you may feel nauseous. <coughs> so connect with the sensation. And what we would be doing if you were in my office is we would have you go into the sensation to connect with the feeling. And if you, you could do this at a later time, what the most important thing is, is you, if you allow yourself to maybe, you, maybe you need to name it. I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling hurt I'm feeling grief I'm feeling scared and breathe and feel your breath and allow your breath to help you move through the feeling one of the most important things you can do when you're feeling a feeling is allowing yourself to breathe through it. What ha happens when we get stuck in a feeling is we shut down our breath. So as soon as you notice that you're feeling a feeling, you want to be able to breathe through it. And it will help you let go of it. It will help you release it. If you're feeling angry, you may need to um, do uh, pillow work, hitting a pillow. This and, and again, anger. It's really important to express anger in healthy ways to release it from your body by not hurting yourself, someone else, or the environment. So how do you do that? You can punch a pillow. Twist a towel. You can exercise. I have a lot of clients before they start their exercise program. I have them. Um, I, I have them focusing on just releasing or intending that they release their anger, and that really helps them. 
So the um, a question, is that releasing negative energy? Yes, it is releasing. Uh, you know, we, we've defined these feelings as negative. So yes, it's releasing negative energy. It's releasing energy and negative energy because what ends up happening is when you release that energy in healthy ways, you begin to transform it and what happens is you start feeling peace or joy or happiness and what happens is then you can you feel lighter and it makes such a difference that's an interesting question listener i have a question that came in what happens to negative energy when it is released into the universe so here's the thing honestly i don't know the answer to that but what i will tell you that i do is when i am working with people I think that it's healthier for it to be released than not released because I think that what happens is when it's not released, that's when negative things can happen to you or to others. And But what I like to do is I always intend that when the energy is being released, I ask for it to be transformed and transmuted into a higher vibration, a higher light, so that I know that when I'm releasing energy, I'm allowing that energy to be transformed into a higher vibration. And that makes me feel like I'm contributing to more light than negativity. So that's what I do. So... So thank you for that question because it gave me an opportunity to share. So I really, um, you know, suggest that you put out the intention that I re release my energy so that and ask for it to be transformed into a higher vibration. So and then and then it becomes because you've created that intention. So, and really in being able to transform this energy is, is crucial to changing your life. Let me give you an example um, of Janet. And I'm using a pseudonym to protect her confidentiality. But she's transformed her life by healing herself and her relationship with herself. And she did it through a lot of emotional release work and inner child work. So she used to wake up with a nervous feeling in her stomach. She would wake up scared. And then she'd be afraid to be in her house alone. She would get so nervous and anxious being in her house alone. And now... That doesn't happen for her. Now her day flows. 
she enjoys being in the house alone. And she enjoys doing what she loves. And what she did to turn it around was we did a lot of the emotional release work, a lot of the inner child work. And she connects daily with her higher self or higher source. And her relationships have transformed in her life. So much has transformed in her life because of the work that she has done. And so what I want all of you to know is that you can change your life. You can become happier and you can feel more joy or peace or happiness that it is possible. And that we have the power Our conscious minds, when we have, in any moment, we have the power to make a conscious choice. How do I handle this moment? What do I do? And if you are feeling, let's say, a negative feeling, and I'm putting that in quotes, like sadness, grief, fear, anger, shame, guilt, any of those feelings, the choice in that moment is for you to say, what do I need to do to take care of myself to feel better, to feel peace, to feel joy, or to even feel the next feeling? And and in the Abraham, and I, I talk a lot about the teachings of Abraham, Esther, and Jerry Hicks. If you Google the emotional scale, it will come up. And it's very interesting to see the emotional scale. And what they talk about is you just want to move to the next the next feeling and the next feeling and the next feeling. So you're moving up that vibrational scale. And you want to be able to feel the feeling, breathe, move through it. So that you can allow yourself to feel better. And the more you give yourself permission to feel your feelings, the more you will be allowed to feel them. Sometimes all we need is permission. And so... Give yourself permission to feel. In order for you to heal, you need to feel. And emotions are so powerful. They are what helps us manifest and create. So when we want to manifest... And we've worked through the energetic blocks to achieving what we want. And that we feel in alignment. We create it. 
we can create it. It can become manifest. You cannot create something if you don't believe you can have it or deserve it. Or you don't feel like it's real. And so in order to create, it's being in alignment with the feeling, feeling the joy, the gratitude, the peace to create that which you want, that which you seek. And know that you all deserve to have all that you want to live an inspired and empowered life. So feel your feelings in healthy ways. Next week, I'm going to talk about how to deal with yours and others' anger. So that, because anger is such an important emotion, and I want to talk more about it. So next week, join me for how to deal with yours and others' anger. And I'm available for speaking at your business events and seminars. I'm available for individual or group coaching or consultations. You can find past shows on iHeartRadio. Be sure to visit my website at nancyd.me, N-A-N-C-I-D dot M-E, for my grounding and centering meditation. And I wish you all a wonderful, inspired, and empowered week. Have a great one, everybody. Good night. Just for one more.